0: Lorenzi, eccolo il cross tagliato di testa, chi tocca? Go! Go! Il go! magnifico, il
1: magnifico, il magnifico Rettore!
2: Live.
1: Boom, boom, shake, shake, the room. In the entertainment capital of the world. What a strike! What a goal! What a comeback! What a game! There are no words to describe it the TC Martin show les géants jeux mais cette fois-ci il y en a pas pour Marcos très fort devant le but C'est la folie C'est la folie game minute de dingue it's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor TC Martin
2: largo pifio Messi la tiene Messi 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 ahí
0: está Iniesta
2: goal
1: Doctor is now
2: in...
0: like me now?
2: like now? like me now? like now? go! I like saying that. Just a hearing that open. Especially when we go messy, messy, messy. Talk about the timing. How about the timing of that? Messy, messy, messy. Fantastic. Golden Boot Award. Mm. We'll talk some uh, World Cup again today, even though it's over. We've got a World Cup story that we meant to get to on a terrible Tuesday, even though I don't know if it's terrible or not. But we'll talk a little bit about Argentina and its fans. We got that going today. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. We start handicapping week number 16 of the NFL. Quirky schedule with the NFL. You know, it is Christmas on Sunday, but we got Saturday is like a normal NFL Sunday. What do I mean by that? We'll get into that. Eight games on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, only three games. Then you got the one game on Monday night football. And then you got a game tonight that actually has playoff implications with the Jaguars and the Jets. So we'll talk about that. Scott Spreitzer will join us Today. Uh, if he's uh, well enough, uh, as he gets out of his uh chiropractor's uh, office today, so hopefully, uh, S- Scotty Scooter is Scooter, all good. Scooter, not Scotty. Yeah, Scooter. <laughs> Scotty, what's that mean? See, you don't know what I'm talking about. That- that's Whispers. That's Walter and Scotty Scott. You like that? I'd like to be named Scotty Scott. Scotty Scott from the Whispers. Walter Scott, Scotty Scott, the twins. I like that. So he go, Scott, then get all three guys or two guys say, What? What's up? Scotty Scott. What do you got for me? Scotty that's not, doesn't know. That's not the that whispers. And me, do it in my van every How about Scotty Brothers? You know who Scotty Brothers is? Don't produce Oh, Scotty doesn't. Oh, doesn't know. We might have to play this through Scotty Switzer. That's good enough, Chuck. That's good. All right. All right, uh, so Scott Spicer will join us. Jay Cornegay from the Westgate, the world famous superbook, our guy, the vice president of operations over there. So he'll join us this hour. And then next hour, I don't know if I want to say special guest or what. This is a numchuck guest, Captain Jack, not Captain Rap. Captain, can we get Captain Rap on? Can we? Get, you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say Captain Rap. Oh, Captain Rap, because we have played Captain Rap. It's part of my bumper music. I don't know if you know that or not. You start playing some Captain Rap, we're going to have... Oh, no, he did it. He did it. He did it. I got to go. See, this was another one of my theme songs back in the day. Captain Rap, baby, featuring Kimberly Ball on vocals here. Bad Times. These are... The real bad time of what you and I feel. You want to hear me uh, sing a little bit? Is today the music show? It should be. So it's, it's a holiday. Yeah, this is my jam back in the day. Not people. Not a lot of people knew this song. we busted it out in the West Coast, baby, for you from Back East. Yes, Captain Rap, bad times.
3: Wake up to what's going down. Your eyes are closed, but your ears hear the sound that cries in the wind. The clock makes you cringe. He's dead gone. You lost another friend who was young and age, but old and sin. Bang, 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 who was slanging the juice. The skunk was barking as death was the truth. Another life ended all too soon. There was a tag on the door in the corner. Bad times. So, real here's
2: another little bit of pointless music, old school trivia for you. No, no, you don't have to dip it down a little bit because so I'm going to continue talking about this. All right. So. Before this song, there was another song that Captain Rap did. Disco Daddy and Captain Rap. Try to find that one there, Numbchuck. Disco Daddy and Captain Rap. And they did it. They did a sample, one of the very first samples back in the day, of what song? There it is. That's right.
3: Hey, it's,
2: time to party. it's time to party. It's Christmas time.
3: Oh, who's this, y'all? Oh, who's that? I said it's Disco
2: Daddy, Daddy and Captain Rap. We're
3: just two bad brothers, and that's a fact. We got us one
1: fantastic act. We're gonna, gonna
2: take it to the winners. We're
0: gonna take it to the winners. See,
2: you never be listening to this. Are we what, talking sports at all? What? It's <laughs> holiday time, isn't this? The TC Martin Show Song Fest today. Right. Seems like it, right? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But you know, okay, we cannot. Now, whether you're gonna do this today, tomorrow, or both days, you know we have to have my all time favorite Christmas song. It's coming on, don't worry. It's coming on. I got you, folks. Okay. My all time favorite Christmas song. That's coming up. We know what that is. See, see the rappers back then, they'd spell everything out. It's you know, like the K U R, the T I S, the B L O, and the W. You know what I mean? There you go. To catch the boogaloo flu. Anyway, we're, we're, look what happened here. This, but this is this how it happens. So anyway, where was I saying? Oh, Captain Jack Captain is coming Jack, up. Captain Jack, baby. Captain Jack Rackham is going to be joining us next hour. People are going, who in the hell is that?
1: Well, do you think people know who he is? I'm sure if they saw him. they saw him. If they see mm-hmm. the face. Right. <laughs> But don't you, can't beat disco daddy and captain rap. No, I mean that you can't beat that. So
2: Captain Jack Rackham may not live up to that, but no, Captain Jack Rackham, die hard Raiders fan. You've probably seen him on videos. You've probably seen him at games. He's been going to Raider games for like 50 years. He's the guy that dresses up as the pirate. The pirate. Does he wear a patch over his eye too?
1: Sometimes I Sometimes seen he it. does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of like the Raider
2: logo. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's Numchuck's contribution to the show today. Hey, let's get the pirate on the show.
1: Hey, it's going to be fun.
2: You think? I think so. Well, I think we'll have fun with we'll, it. Well, we'll turn into fun. What we we'll yes. do. So, but, uh, so if it goes south, it goes wrong. We blame Nunchuck.
1: Fine. For, yeah. That's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Captain Jack Rapham. How about that? Rapham. That's what I'm going to call him. Captain Rap. Look at that! Got me all tongue tied. Captain Jack Rackham, diehard Raiders fan, is going to join us today. The guy that dressed up at the he was at the game Sunday.
1: I saw this guy Sunday. He was sitting, yeah, like two rows in mm-hmm. from where Jones ran in, and they all celebrated right at the end. Yeah, so he, he was he, right there. He, he was, was in the end zone. He's a, he's in kind of the corner. Yeah, he's he was he, at the tunnel.
2: He's at the tunnel. I know where he's at. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 So he's sitting
2: next to Miss Phoenix.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> is Miss Phoenix listening today? probably okay miss phoenix if if you listen and call in miss phoenix love to hear from you because I, I want your take before i have this yokel on i want miss phoenix to call in and tell me what i should you know be prepared for here if you sit next to this game first of all i mean good thing this guy's not in the studio because i got a feel he might not smell too good so i need to know about hygiene i need to, th- I need to know things about that because a lot of times with these football fans especially raider fans eh, you, you never know but um yeah, good thing we're doing this one on the phone. No, we'll have some fun with this. We'll have some fun. Uh so Captain Jack Rap him here. Uh rap. I said it again. Rap him. Wrap him. Captain Rap. Rap him, baby. Let's just go Captain Rap, rest of the show. I love Captain Rap. All right. So that's what we got going today. All right. So
1: you know what today is, right? The date? It's the 22nd. twenty second. I... Twenty second. Right. And I know what yesterday was, too. You do know. Okay, yes. Go ahead. What, what do you think you know? I'm a smart guy. Yesterday was the day that you fought the traffic and all the hell <laughs> and went shopping.
2: Have I talked about this before? That is my routine. Yes. You know this. Yes. I usually talk about it every year. I did, But I, I meant to talk about it yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to. Yeah. So December 21st is my shopping day. And ask me why I shop on December 21st. I think it all goes back to uh, it started off kind of as a joke. Because people would say I'd procrastinate to the last minute because, you know, I'm busy. And I'm not one of these Black Friday shoppers that has to go out and shop on the day after Thanksgiving. I'm not into that. not into the crowds, all that other nonsense. Oh, let's save money and all that. No, forget that. You know what I'm doing on the day after Thanksgiving? I mean, you know, I can't... I'm not a big turkey guy. So I go out and, you know, have, have some good food. And I'm watching college football usually on a Friday. That's what I'm doing. So... Anyway, um, so I said, well, I'll, I'll get my shopping done in time. So I just set you know what? I'm going to do, that's what I'm going to do my shopping on December 21st. Okay, it's after the birthday. It's before Christmas. It's in that little pocket wheelhouse. It's not totally last minute, like on the 23rd or the 24th. And plus 21 is my favorite number. So there you go. So it's like every year I just say, I'm going out. So it's like, I get hyped up. I get, make sure I'm well rested, that I'm well hydrated and I'm ready to tackle on anybody. All right. I'm in shape. I'm ready to rock, ready to go. And so after the show yesterday, deep breath, boom, attack, be organized, know who I'm buying for what I've got to buy. And I try to knock it out in record time each and every year. There you go. So I did it yesterday. I, I knocked it out of the park. And I feel great. But I'm one of these guys that attacks it. I'm not, oh, buy a little here, buy a little there. No, that's it. If you're not in my wheelhouse by the 21st, you're out. Forget it. That's it. So there you go. I knocked it out yesterday,
1: 21st. Nice. That's my day. I'm it's love, my the, shopping day. I love that you have like the, the, the designated oh, shopping day. I do. Designated shopping day. And
2: then I know exactly where I'm going. Nothing goes by way of are chance. You, are
1: you like mapping it all out? And you're oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm going into the store. And exactly. Into Bo- the, boom. exactly. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, uh, so, you know, I am a creature of habit. Yeah. And, and again, I like, uh, You know, I like going to my certain restaurants and having my certain servers and all that kind of stuff. So then I I found um kind of a a, at one store, and I like to do most of my shopping at one or two stores if I can do that as well too. And so then I kind of found my own personal private cashier that I knew that was uh, could be very very helpful and knew how to get further discounts because a lot of those personnel, those cashiers, you know, they're part time help, they don't know what's happening. So, and so I love value and I, I love I, that I, that I think I saved plenty of money yesterday too and did it in, in a time conducive fashion. What do you
1: think of that? Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Phone call.
2: I got a phone call. All one seven two eight three. Call. I'm taking all calls today. Who is this?
0: Uh, this is Raider, Raider, Ret Sarah. Uh, Raider, Raider, Red Sarah. I love it. <laughs>
2: Miss Phoenix in the house? Phoenix! Oh, listen to this! Right, so you've been getting shout-outs here. Now, I'm having this this guy on. Uh, numchuck schedules, Captain Jack Rackham. I understand that you sat next to this guy or you know who this Hammenager is. Is this true?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's a friend of mine, actually. He's a friend? Uh, oh, a friend! Yeah, he's actually a friend of mine. Um, so we met, uh, I think it was... I want to say last season Mm -hmm. Um, he's part of the black hole and we've actually gone down to tailgate parties together. And there's a whole community down there for all these diehard, you know, we're all diehard Raider Mm -hmm. fans and it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, he's really dedicated and uh he wanted to go to the game and uh he said hey let's let's go to the game at least one of these games this season so we kind of made arrangements to like cheer on together and yeah it was pretty cool uh we had a great time and even better to see you know the raiders come back after the last few seconds of the game uh for a win so it was kind of like wow it was incredible i mean it was unbelievable it was just being there in the stands and literally you know having that last t v come all the way right up to your feet, it was pretty intense
2: that is intense that you and you guys got to go to that particular game now, be honest, were you kind of thinking? Okay. This isn't going to go well. We know where the Raiders history is with these games that they've gone to these, you know, double digit leads. And it really was looking like it was going to be that again. I mean, did you kind of have that sense, especially when it was like fourth and 10 and, you know, uh, on that final drive at their own 19? And were you thinking, I mean, here's what I want to know, uh, Miss Phoenix, where, where are you thinking about bailing out? Did you say, okay, Jack, we got to get out of here. Let's beat the traffic
0: never never <laughs> because i football before, and I actually know that there's always a chance. I mean, we've seen L.A., you know, make miracles happen. We've seen Brady, you know, punch out at the last minute. I mean, there's so many there's so many ways where you can come back in football and, um, you know, just even with the penalty calls and all these things that happen, it's just amazing. I always stay for the last drop because, you know, it's worth it. I mean, whether you're going to be a true fan or not, I mean, people want to get out of there and beat traffic, all that shit, but I just say, you know what? This is, this is the the reality of being a true fan. You know, you stay there until it ends, you know, until the last second. And, um, you know, I've seen that. I, I saw it at our open season game where, you know, we're in o- overtime and we get beat by the Cardinals. It was, it was awful, you know, just to sit there and witness that in real time was, was an awful feeling to be a fan. Um, but you know, to come back and of course of course I'm gonna still have those same, you know, types of feelings based on, you know, statistically how we've played in the last few games. Um, it looked to me like You know, this was going to be a repeat, but, you know, I held back and I said, you know what, something, something crazy is going to happen. And actually I was sitting right next to two Patriot fans and they got out of there, you know, 10 minutes before the game ended. They said, all right, guys, good game, good game. And I said, you know, this is really funny, but I'm sure you'll be back. Sure as shit. They came back probably about two minutes into the game. They go, oh my God, I can't believe they saw the first touchdown. (laughs) And yeah, it was actually pretty funny. So. I was actually quite surprised, but you know, I mean, of course it was a surprise turnout for all of us Raider fans in the stand, but you know, in the end, you know, it's like w- there were so many, we had so many, there, there were so many reasons not to be in that position. I mean, especially when we're two touchdowns ahead in the second or in the first quarter, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, to get put in that position was crazy.
2: So, you know, speaking of, of Patriot fans, have you seen the the video that went viral with the lady And she was probably sitting, I think, in the section probably above you. It seemed like she was by that end zone, right, with the two Patriot fans. And those guys were just, like, kind of somber and solemn. And she was just letting uh, these guys have it. She was just in their face. She had fingers in their face or whatever. And these guys were just like, wow, you know, they didn't want to do anything. They they didn't want to, you know, fight back or whatever. And now there's a call right now for maybe her to be banned from future Raider games. And so what Robert Kraft did, uh, he invited those fans who took that abuse from this female fan on Sunday's game at Allegiant Stadium, and he invited oh. them to come to Foxborough for the Patriots game this weekend uh because he felt so bad. And this has gained a lot of steam. So I don't know if you were aware of that oh. video. And then the other part I wanted to oh. ask you is, I mean, was there yeah. that type of of negative vibe or or banter between Raider fans and and any Patriot fans in your section?
0: No, not at all. In fact, it was was like a a peaceful camaraderie. I mean, we were actually giving them high fives for, you know, some really notable passes that were made and good plays and, you know, vice versa. So, I mean, it was a really cool, chill, positive vibe. I mean, of course, we had to rub it in their face a couple times when we came back. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's, ex- you know, uh, expected. But um I did notice for a while there were a bunch of people with their cameras kind of to the left, the section to the left mm-hmm. of me. I right. want to say it was like 128 or something. And I thought maybe a fight would have broke out or something, but I couldn't see anybody but two Patriot fans. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just a, a hostile Raider fan and a Patriot fan going, you know, going at it. But we couldn't really see from where we were standing where all the commotion was actually coming from and what was transpiring. So, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if there was viral videos and, you know, I... You know, I mean, good for those Patriot fans for holding back and, you know, just being respectful and of the game and you know of the whole situation. And yeah, they deserve a free game. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It, it's, it's funny. You know, you talk about you know these guys being kind of reserved because I went down on the fourth quarter and I went down to I think it was like one section 135 or whatever right around the the 30 yard line and there was obviously tons of Raider fans and there was some some Patriot fans that were were there and I and I sat next to a couple of these Patriot fans and the entire game they were just kind of stoic and it's like they kind of knew like okay we can't go crazy this and that even though you know their team is is winning and looked like they were going to win but it just seemed like the patriot fans that i personally saw on sunday they were just very very reserved what which i think is kind of cool because we know that you know a lot of people are kind of afraid to go to the visitors, you know, stadium, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're dealing with Raider fans, I remember going back to Oakland where, I mean, I would just see yeah. visiting fans get, get pelted with food and yeah. and batteries, and that kind of stuff. So you can see that well, you know, the Patriot fans seem to be really cool. I mean, there are other fans well, as we know that like they're boisterous and they'll talk a lot of trash, but I didn't see any of that on Sunday.
0: No, and one thing I want to, I want to make clear too is because I've been to the Allegiant Stadium for, you know, since it re, since it actually opened mm-hmm. in the inaugural season. And one thing I have to, um, say is that, you know, our stadium is highly protected and guarded. You know, when the Las Vegas Metro Police Department comes in, I mean, they really take a stand and there's a high end of security. So, you know, I mean, that, makes me feel so much better at the games. There's not a lot of crazy fights that are breaking out. There's not a lot of riffraff. And I know back in, you know, LA Oakland, uh, even when I go down to Qualcomm, you know, for the Raider charger games, I mean, they were just so crazy. I mean, there were so many like tailgate fights and stadium fights. And I mean, it was nuts, but you know, I just, I wanted to say like Metro's really done a good job with, you know, protecting the fans and the players and all that. So, um, and as far as the Patriot fans, um, I was a little disappointed because it seemed like there was more red in the stands than there was black in Yeah. White. yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it, it kind of makes me feel like, you know, hey, let's, let's start supporting our city right now and our, you know, our home team and let's get more Raider fans out there.
2: It's it. No, you're, you're right. And we're seeing that in every. Every game. I mean, even in, in the games, you didn't think, okay, well, you know, these, these fans aren't going to travel. The teams aren't very good, but it, we're, we're seeing it. I and mean, we go back to last year, you saw it with Washington. You saw it with Philadelphia. You know, you, you saw it, uh, even with, you know, yep. a, Arizona. It's He's just with crazy. The- yeah. 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 It's,
0: huh?
2: with the- oh. Yes. All right. So yeah. y- when you said, when you first came on, you, what was it? You said Raider, Raiderette, Sarah. Is that what it was? Give
0: me that again. <laughs> what was that? What was that well, opening? It's, it's a Raider, Raider, Raiderette, Sarah, Ra, 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 <laughs> so, so
2: does that mean that you are a former Raiderette? Is that what we're saying here?
0: I, I, I'd like to pretend I am. <laughs> but no, actually, it's kind of a running joke. People ask me all the time at the games. They're like, oh, they're like, wow, you look like a Raiderette. I go, actually, I was a former Raiderette. I, you know, I get them going for about five minutes. I'm go. like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: there you go, play it off. All right,
0: Sarah. But well, I'm, I'm literally. I'm literally getting my nails done right now as I'm on air, and I'm over here at VIP Nails. My girlfriend, um, actually Nikki, has VIP Nail Spa on Grand Canyon and Russell Road. So if anybody out there wants to get their nails done, come by today. We have food and refreshments for Christmas.
2: Look at this. And you can come by and see Raider, 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 since this is Sarah. Or whatever, you can see Raider, Sarah, you can
0: see her. Well, I can be I can be Phoenix still. I can be Phoenix still.
2: <laughs> Very nice, uh, Miss Phoenix. Me, Miss Phoenix to me, no doubt. I appreciate you calling in. So enjoy the nails today, and uh, and we we expect to see uh, the finished product with these nails. So go ahead and, and send Whoa. that out. Uh, tag me. We got to see this. We have to see this now.
0: And you know what? I want to just say, um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, my good friend, Captain Jack. Um, I hope when he comes on air today, you guys have a great interview. He's, um, uh, highly notable. He has a YouTube station and, um, he's been, you know, pretty diehard fan. So he's going to give you all of his insides and outs as far as, you know, statistics and strategies and all of that. So. Um, he's well-known in the Raider community, and I, I'm so happy he's going to be on air. Well, that's great.
2: And uh, we're going to be talking about you. That's what we're going to be talking about. I'm asking Jack all about you. That's what we're going to be doing. Oh. We want to know about yes. We want to know oh. about your ins and oh, outs. No. That's what we want to find out.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right.
2: Back to the nail salon. Thanks for calling, Sarah. Appreciate you. Miss Phoenix right. in the house.
0: All right. Woo. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> all right. There you go. You ask. They listen. They find you. And there we go. She was there, sitting next to Captain Jack. All right. Interesting stuff there. Good stuff. So, speaking of of which, uh, female fans. Did you hear about what happened in the World Cup final? All right. So, we're watching this game. It's fantastic. It, whether you're a soccer fan or not, it was just incredible. The final match with Argentina and France. And... We know what happened at the end, where Argentina wins on kicks on the spot. And after the match was over, uh, when it was announced, the cameras were panning the Argentine fans. And what we see here is everybody having a good time, partying. And there was one blonde decided to take off her top, took off her Argentina jersey. And it's waving it around like she's got a rally towel going. And this has not only gone viral, but this is something that, you know, the, the cameras picked up on. And here's a couple of things that I noticed when I'm watching this. First of all, everyone has jubilation. They're excited, okay? Uh, and here is this blonde bombshell who takes off her top. And full exposure. And she's waving it around. Okay? Waving around her Argentina jersey. Did you get a chance to see the people sitting next to her? The people sitting next to her, especially the people, if we're looking at the camera, to her left. They're just standing there like stoic. They're oblivious. They're right next to them. You got this blonde bombshell who's just taking off her top. And she's got... Bouncing boobies going on there. <laughs> they're like just standing there. It's like not even like looking down, noticing or like high fiving or you know, wanting to get a little piece of the party action. They're just in their Argentina fans, but they're just standing there. And then people behind and right there. So Here's this one chick, and she's topless, but the people around her are just going like, well, it is like standard procedure. This is normal. They're not doing nothing. So then I'm going, I, I don't understand. So you usually you would think that, okay, they'd be like engaging or something like that, or they'd be taking off their tops or whatever, but not the case. Because this, remember, this was in Qatar, and we remember the stories and the warnings from the... Qatar government saying, you know, hey, we were not going to have, you know, this type of behavior going on. And we got some of it. Now, not only did it happen with Argentina fan, but Croatian model Ivana Noli, she has been dubbed as the World's Cup sexiest fan. Well, she flouted the Muslim nation's decorum dress code rules. By wearing a series of daring outfits during the Croatian matches, including a swimsuit, and she said that she did not care uh, if she got arrested or not. She's not fearing it. Now, this was a big deal back then. Remember what the code is for? You know, uh, for women and men. Okay, you have to have your shoulders, you know, covered. Um, you have to have your, your dresses all the way down you know, to the knees. I mean, this has been a big thing there um, when they had reporters that they barred women reporters for saying things they weren't not supposed to say or dressed a certain way. And so there was all kinds of talk that this Argentina fan was going to get arrested. And we don't know. If she actually got arrested or not, but again, their rules and their laws—it's just crazy and ludicrous there. But uh, yeah, she she took off her top and she goes, "I'm not worried about being arrested at all." But uh, that was uh, that was a the situation there. But no, nah, it, it, that's very dangerous. And just think—I mean, if she was arrested, what do you think would happen with a woman from another country? Who again prance around half naked and they take her away? what do you think the punishment would be and being serious here because we know and remember this whole this whole uh World cup scenario with them when they were awarded back in 2010 we've talked about it a whole bunch of times h b o s real sports did a fantastic story, and then a follow up story uh, most recently about all of the workers that were made to work for basically no wages whatsoever in the 120, 125 degree temperatures, the living quarters, uh, just rat infested, not giving them proper meals. And there was hundreds upon hundreds, maybe even more. I mean, you know, some of the numbers, they said 400. And then we heard it was like 2000, 3000 people that died, labor workers that died under these conditions here. And, and I remember seeing you know, how they were shipping these bodies off in, in pine boxes with no care. Because all of most of these workers were coming from neighboring countries to, to earn money. And then they didn't get paid. And then, you know, with the women, um, they have to be covered up, you know, strict Muslim, you know, rules and laws there. So for these handful of women that were doing this, we don't know if they ended up getting arrested or not, but they're just I mean, you don't want to get arrested in another country. I mean, if you're American, you don't want to get arrested in Mexico. You don't want to get, you know, Brittany Griner. I mean, what she went through in Russia. Qatar, you got to believe, is is worse than that. So pretty, pretty sad, pretty sickening when you think about it.
1: I was just reading another story where another group of topless women mm-hmm. re- returned home safe. They did okay, so they didn't get arrested. They didn't no no issues.
2: So do you think that okay, since the cup is over, they just they slacked off a little bit because
1: who I mean if if, they're ruthless there, man depends on how long they were actually topless. Yeah, you know, like the one that was on the actual broadcast Mm -hmm. probably got it a lot more than these little group that just have a couple pictures online, right? Yeah,
2: (sighs) craziness. All right, so that's uh that's that tops off. Your World Cup coverage. You like that? All right. We come back. We're going to go out to the uh, Westgate. And of course, that is our Friday home. We'll be out there tomorrow. Jay Cornegay is going to join us. We start handicapping the long weekend, exciting weekend of the NFL, week 16. We'll talk to Jay coming up next. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. Now, more from your favorite sports radio physician, Aha. the doctor, T.C. Martin.
1: Aha. Pins, everybody, if you got what it takes, cause I'm Curtis Blow and I want you to know that these are the
2: breaks. Like I said before, the uh, greatest Christmas song of all time. There it is. There's no question. Curtis Blow, us oh, the breaks. breaks a break I thought you were going... Breaks to make you Okay, now, now it's breaks later. Okay. See, you're so messing so me up now, Chuck. You break get me excited, I hear break Curtis break. Blow.
1: Curtis all day, baby, uh, Curtis all day. There
2: you go. K-U-R, the T-I-S, the B-L-O to the W. There you go. Alright. Our next guest is probably going like, what did I just walk myself into here? I don't know. This is what we do here. I mean, next thing you know, we come out of a break and you start doing some Curtis Blow and then next thing you know, I'm starting dancing and I start to rap. There it is. I don't know. Our apologies in advance to our vice president of the world famous Superbook, Jay Cornegay. That rhymes too. Jay, what kind of rap you got going on?
3: Uh, 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 no. I I am very awkward in that area. So I I used to be okay back in maybe the 80s, uh, but yeah. I've no, lost no, no, that no. Rhythm and, you're supposed to yeah, say that
2: You're supposed to say I was okay back in the day. See? You got you, you got to get that you got to get that flow, that rap going there, Jay. Come on. Oh, uh, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I was trying to subscribe to YouTube. Hold on. <laughs> I I really was direct. I I just got an email from one of our other uh, team members saying, hey, uh, do we have a plan for the twenty twenty three football season now that it's switched over to YouTube? Oh. I'm like it was just announced this morning. How could we have a plan already? Okay.
2: <laughs> because you guys are the trend setters, as we all know. I mean, come on. It is the world famous Superbook. So I imagine you no know, people would like to uh to get their information, you know, at least a year in advance. Jay, I gotta say, with that breaking news, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm pretty bummed because in you know, I've been a DirecTV subscriber going back to probably 1994, 95 when it first came around. And that's when the NFL Sunday pick, uh, ticket, uh, you know, first was, uh, you know, brought to us by DirecTV. That's why I got DirecTV and I have said no to Dish, have said no to, to cable and whatever city I've been in. And now it's, it's going to go by the wayside here and YouTube buys them out. I mean, I, I'm pretty, Pretty bummed about this, man. So, what will that mean? I mean, for the sports books.
3: Well, we already stream, you know, sports and leagues that, that uh, are on other, um, you know, streaming channels and streaming options, including YouTube. We've shown YouTube events. So, I don't know exactly what is going to be needed, if anything, for uh, next year. But, um, I, um, I think that, uh, you know, some of, I have not, we don't have any concerns down here in the sports book, but I guess my concerns would be some of the other outlets around the property, you know, do they have, you know, uh streaming capabilities, are they smart TVs or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to show, you know, the Sunday ticket. So we'll have to look into it. Um I'm I'm also a little bummed because I, I've always liked direct T V, even though it's lost some luster over let's say the last couple of years because there's so many things that are streaming now. The only thing I have, I have a problem with streaming is that I can't flip back and forth to like a regular televised game, you know, and then go to the streaming. Exactly. You know, feed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't do that. It's like, cause I always surf around and, and go from this game to that game and it will make it a little bit more difficult. At least I think it will. If it's going to be on YouTube, you know, starting next year.
2: No, I'm with you. And that's one of the things I was just thinking about tonight. So every time Thursday night and I go, oh, that's right. It's prime video. It's Amazon, this and that. And I believe it or not, I want to watch the Air Force and Baylor game tonight. So I was planning on, hey, I want to switch back and forth for the Jacksonville Jets game to that Baylor Air Force game. But no, I mean, it's like it, it would it take me like three minutes, four minutes to do that every time. And I don't want to do that. So and I, I yeah, was thinking the same thing, okay, you know, because yeah, I don't know about you, but I am a creature of habit, and I'll take, like, say, my four morning games on Sunday, and then I've got, like, my, my last four channels that I can I can program. So I'll program all the games that I want to focus on or I have action on or whatever it is. Boom, boom, boom. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that when the package goes to YouTube, right? Yeah, I don't know. I
3: mean, you know when you go to the NFL Mix channel – and you you, know, you have yep. the one that has four, and then you have the other one that has eight, right. or up to eight. Okay, yeah, you know, we don't have that capability right now to customize that, right? Yep we 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 can't we can't program what four games we want to see on channel seven hundred one. We we are at the mercy of Direct TV, correct?
2: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, and so I'm hoping that. With them streaming and if they're going to have the mixed channel, maybe that will be an option where you would be able to select what games you want to have on that quad. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I, you know, maybe they won't even have the mixed channel, which is concerning because I know so many people like to watch that or, you know, I, I assume that, uh, the, the red zone, all those type of options will come with the Sunday ticket package but uh we'll just have to wait and see but i know probably down the line when i don't care anymore that's when they'll probably have that option
2: <laughs> and see this is the thing that I, it was frustrating back with the olympics too if you remember especially if we wanted to watch team usa well, from a basketball standpoint several of their games were on peacock and it's like okay uh, uh, you know i Okay, now we had the NBC. Then you the, uh, had the NBC Sports Network that went by the wayside, and they keep shoving Peacock down our throat now. And I, uh, it's like, okay, how do we get Peacock? Oh, you got to subscribe to Peacock, or like you said, you got to. It's it's you know you just can't flip a channel with that. And it just seems like they're making this more and more difficult. And and for me. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm old school. There's no question about that, but there are still people that are not hip to the whole streaming services and this and that. And we, we know that the NFL has, you know, a pretty large demo, but they still got a pretty uh, good size older demo as well, too. And I'm just thinking, don't they take that in consideration that, okay, people still are not really uh, familiar with YouTube and, and watching games. I mean that's what I'm thinking, but it seems like that that goes by the wayside. Hey, uh, if uh, Google slash YouTube, because you know Google owns them, they're going to pay us all this money. Hey, we're going to take it. We don't care about the consumer.
3: Yeah, I I think that I mean there was some of that when it went to Directv originally. You know, there's like, oh, I got to subscribe to Directv. I got to do that now and call them in, and they bring you know, their own equipment in and, you know, hook up my TVs and all this other stuff back in the day. So I, I think it will be, I'd i be curious to see what the numbers are on Amazon Thursday night versus what they were, you know, on, you know, uh, the NFL network, you know, in the previous years, see what that, you know, how that compares because I have heard that like, Oh no, I don't have it, you know? And, um, you know, I didn't subscribe to Amazon, a prime, and it was like uh, you know. I wonder how much of that is going to be, you know, um, part of the story. You know, heading into next year.
2: Yeah. So we'll, uh, I we'll, know
3: we'll have to see. I guarantee
2: yeah. it's going to happen because we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago when we compared the numbers from last year uh, to this year or the year before and uh, they were significantly down and i and i want to say the number was down 26% it was something along those lines uh because people didn't know how uh to find amazon prime or they like i said didn't have it didn't have the streaming and I remember for you guys, cause I know we talked about this too. In when you got that news that, okay, this is what the NFL is going to do. There was some concern with sports books as well as other bars and restaurants. They're like, well, wait a minute. What, what are we going to do? I mean, how are we going to be able to do this? Is, is this going to cost us more? Do we have enough smart TVs, especially in some of these sports, uh, sports bars, you know, where they, they don't have the latest, uh, you know, TVs and smart TVs up there.
3: Yeah, that's and I remember heading into the season talking to um some of my watering holes. <laughs> it's like right. they didn't even know it. They did, had no clue. It's like, what? It's not going to be on the NFL Network? I go, no, it's going to be on Prime. And they're like, what? You know, some of them are like, wow, what is Prime? And so they looked into it, and they were able to, you know, do what was necessary for them to be able to show those Thursday night games.
2: Mm-hmm. Jay Cornegay joins us uh, from the Super Book at the Westgate. So, um, the, we've been talking about the craziness that we've seen here. And I haven't talked to you since that Raider Patriot, I guess, debacle if you're on the Patriot side and jubilation if you're the Raider side. What was it like? I can tell you what it was like in, in the stadium. I don't know if you were at the game on Sunday or not, or if you were at the book, but what was it like there in the Super Book? as uh the raiders you know came back and the uh, craziness that we saw where the patriots just decided to gift wrap the game to the raiders
3: no i wasn't at the game but i, I can tell you that if i was at the game i'd probably be one of those guys that say okay this game's going to go into overtime i'm going to go to the bathroom before it starts right and uh, <laughs> yeah and, and then you know hear the roar and the craziness and like oh okay yep that would be my story but uh the book itself was I, I, I guess the best word I could use to describe it was disbelief. It was, it's like, did that just happen? You know, I mean, people were kind of cheering too, but it was just like, this is, is that real? Is that going to count? You know, this, this is how the game is going to end. So there was some confusion out there. It wasn't a, I, I would say it wasn't a clear picture winning play because I think some people were confused. Others not. But there, were some, there was some confusion out there whether or not that was actually counting. And so um, we had a full room, uh, and the atmosphere was great. And, but then they realized it was, at least part of the crowd realized that was you know, going to count. And the roar kind of got, you know, it, it just lasted a little longer than your normal, let's say, Hail, Hail Mary play. Right. It, right. Uh, it was you know, all of a sudden, we all know that counts. But this one was just kind of a roar. Like, wait, is that good? Is that, is that right? Is there a flag or what's going on here? <laughs> right, yeah. right.
2: What was it? We have never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Especially in a tie game like that with just insane, just stupidity, selfishness from the, the Patriots, uh, you know, two players with Ramondre Stevenson and, and Jacoby Myers. And we've talked a lot about it during the course of this week. Just, uh, still insane, uh, to think about it and talk about it and to witness it and see it. Uh, it's crazy. Now, what a Sunday. I mean, because we had, all one-score games in the morning. We had a total of two overtime games in that morning session, the 10 o'clock games. Then we had the Raider game, went overtime in the afternoon. And then the ge- the day starts off with that fantastic World Cup final. One of the best soccer matches ever. The best, probably, soccer match in history. I just want to know, Jay, were there any Argentine women that were taking off their tops and, and, and <laughs> waving around in the Super Book there uh, like a rally towel like we saw in the stadium? <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, yeah, you had to go to TikTok for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. See, that's I, yeah. how hip
2: Jay is. He goes right to TikTok. There he is. See, he's oh, hip. Yeah. Yeah. He's got oh, the yeah. YouTube. I was he's on got TikTok t-
3: for the next two hours. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that had to be crazy, man. That was, I mean, what a day. I mean, I, I bet people were showing up at six, seven o'clock in the morning, just camping out all day there at the Super Book.
3: Yeah, no, that game was just incredible because I, um, basically watched the almost the the entire game at home and before I came in I, I thought I was just gonna come in like at half or something, but I just stayed because it was it was uh I, I don't know, it's the final and you know, it's as it before all the craziness happened, but um I decided to watch uh um, you know, it at home and, and um uh, you know, I, I, I went to a World Cup way back when in fact the last time Argentina won it was when I went. And that was in 86 Mexico. Wow. Um, and, um, it was, no, it was, no, people were still buzzing about it by the time I got to the property. And, um, just, uh, I was just, I was, even my wife who doesn't really care for soccer, she's like, Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> this is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it is, you know, and, uh, so we, we really enjoyed it. And from what I hear, it was just, uh, electric i mean that early in the morning to get your blood flowing like it it you know did um it was just an amazing atmosphere a lot of electricity um fantastic it was probably the best you know soccer game i've ever seen
2: yeah no question all right we look ahead to this weekend uh, what a uh-uh. quirky schedule that we got with the nfl i don't think a lot of people realize this but we got the game tonight of course but then saturday it really turns into Sunday, a regular Sunday. We got eight games on Saturday, uh, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then it kind of thins out. We got, you know, one, uh, game at 105, one at 125. We got that going. And then, uh, Sunday, you got three standalone games at 10, 130, and, and 520 for the Sunday night football. And then Monday, of course, we got Monday night football. But how strange is this to, You know, go from, like, an NFL Sunday that is going to be on a Saturday because of Christmas weekend.
3: Yeah, it is a quirky schedule, you know. But I just love it because it's just we have games all the time starting tonight. You know, we got the two, as you mentioned. And then, you know, we got a couple on Friday. You know, then we have a full slate all Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday. Even though Sunday's not the greatest schedule. It's not. Unfortunately, the, the the best game is probably the first game, Packers and Dolphins. Um, but, uh, you know, they're spread out evenly. So, uh, that, that's all good. You know, and then we just really start picking up these bowl games. And so, um, I'm, I'm kind of, it's, it's, it's off. Uh, it's, a, it's a little quirky, but I'm going to enjoy it because it's spread out throughout the entire weekend.
2: Oh, no. I'm just treating my Saturday now as a normal Sunday. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm locked in and, uh, you know, with my direct TV. There it is. I'm I, I, I'm 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 totally fine with that. So we know that Jalen Hurts. We get the word today that uh, he is not going to be able to play Gardner Minshew, quarterback for the Eagles. So what has that done to the line now with the uh, Eagles and the Cowboys on Sun on uh, Sunday, Saturday? That's well, it. get it right.
3: Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, get it right. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday at one twenty five. Only two games. Being played at one. Well, one's at one. One is at one twenty-five. Eagles, Cowboys. Well, as as expected, they would highlight this game. Well, we I we kind of read through the lines there with all the you know. First, he was out. We it looked like he was out, and then there was all these this talk for about two days that oh, I might play. He nodded. He nodded. You know, you're just like he's not playing, guys. He's definitely not going to play because. You know, their goal is to win the Super Bowl and all they need is one of these things to happen. They have to win one of their three games or the Cowboys have to lose one of their three games. So they have six chances at this. There's no reason for him to play in this game if he's not a hundred percent healthy. So we kind of read between the lines and I'll tell you, we, um, it got as high as, I think we opened at two and then it went down to one and a half. The news broke. He got as high as six. All right, I should say the Cowboys got as high as six, never at six and a half. And then it started uh, um, tweaking down a bit as some believe that, oh, he might play. But then there's just some been talk a over the last, you know, day or so about Minshew. Minshew is like, he's not that bad, you know, and he's got a lot of weapons around him. He's been there for a while. He's got a great offensive line. They still have a great defense. And so this line is hovered around four and a half, five. We're sitting at four and a half right now, but I am starting to see some force. So we're starting to see some Eagle money come in over the last 24 hours.
2: Okay. And real quick, Jay, uh, any other games of note uh, with a significant movement?
3: Um, You know, the totals is what everybody's talking about because yeah. of all the cold. I mean, here are the, here are the wind chill temperatures that we should expect on game day for Saturday. Chicago minus 19, Kansas City minus one. Again, this is wind chill. Tennessee, two degrees. Baltimore, four degrees. New England, seven degrees. And then you got a, a bright spot, warm spot, Carolina at 20 degrees. So a lot of these totals have been, you know, uh, adjusted down, but they continue to go down as uh, you know, some of these weather reports include wind, you know, the wind is going to be a problem with, uh, you know, especially in Chicago, there's, there's going to be gusts up to, you know, I don't know in the twenties, but I think there's going to be a constant, uh, a uh, breeze in Chicago, which will make it obviously very cold, but also, you know, pretty tough to pass, uh, you know, uh, on those uh, or in those conditions, mm-hmm.
2: there's our resident meteorologist, uh, Jay Cornegay. There it is, with the blue screen in front of him. You know, with the the the, the pointer or whatever it is. There, it is. that was perfect. Yeah,
3: that was I great. I mode in my in my hand and I go, yeah. If you want to look at the East Coast, <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Uh, all right, uh, get on over to the uh, SuperBook. And uh, again, Sundays is fantastic out there. The international theater, the 4K video wall, all of that stuff. And of course, uh, nothing better than to be in all the action there inside the sports book there at the Superbook at the Westgate of Las Vegas. And of course, our Friday home, we look forward to being out there tomorrow, bringing Jay Schrader by. He'll be in the house. Marco D'Angelo, our best bet segment and a whole lot more. And uh, John Murray as well. So great stuff as always, Jay. We uh, we appreciate you, John, the entire staff there. And uh, we are looking forward to a wild, crazy, and eventful weekend.
3: Yes, we, uh, we are, and uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Enjoy the weekend, be safe, and uh, we'll see you uh, here, uh, hopefully, this weekend and uh, enjoying all this football. So thanks, D.C.
2: You got it, brother. Appreciate it. And uh, just make sure that you eat well, as I know you will, okay? And that Cornegay that, that, that uh, table, I'm sure it will rival something you did for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to need to hear all about that, too.
3: Can you see me right now? Because I'm eating ribs and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. There it is.
2: <laughs> Look, see, the guy loves his food just like me. All right, brother. Thanks, man. We'll, we'll see you later. Appreciate you. Yes, Jay Cordigay over at the Superbook at the Westgate, Las Vegas. All right, we come back. Captain Jack. Raider fan extraordinaire is going to join us. Andy Isco is going to join us at 3.30 as we handicap week 16 of the NFL.